0: Hey, this is episode 357 of the Keto Diet Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here today. I hope you're really enjoying these Tuesday episodes. It hasn't thrown off your schedule completely. If you have time, get outside, go for a walk, enjoy the snow if that's what you're doing, or enjoy the sunshine if that's where you are, and enjoy today's episode. It's a really special one. Every couple of months, I jump on Instagram and I ask my followers if there's anyone who'd like to just come on the show and share their story and have a conversation with me. And I really, really, really enjoy doing these episodes because I just get to talk with real people about their struggles, where they get hung up, what they're going through. And it's just, it's encouraging to me to hear these things. And it's also, I know, very encouraging to our listeners because these are your peers. These are women that are just like you with real life experiences and not doctors saying to do X, Y, Z and have success. They have no agenda as to like what they're sharing. They just want want to be a blessing to our community. And one of these women, her name is Emmy. I just started working with her in my one-on-one consulting. And she had reached out and said, I would love, I would love, love, love to come on your show. And Emmy has just been so incredible to work with thus far. And she has a very encouraging story and a very beautiful outlook on life. And I just, I, I'm so thankful that she got to come on the show today to just share her experience experience. experience finding keto, adjusting her ketogenic diet, what she struggles with. And we talk about some of the symptoms that she's had and what I think might be at play for her with her imbalances. We get into a little bit of that. And so if you enjoyed today's episode, I'd love to hear from you. Um, if you'd like more of these, you can either reach out to me on Instagram at Leanne Vogel, that's V-O-G-E-L, or you can always contact me by going to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact. Also, you can catch up on previous podcast episodes and notes from today's show by going to keto podcast.com. Just look for episode 357. Okay, let's get to today's episode. Welcome to the Keto Diet Podcast, the show all about keto for women so you can burn fat, balance your hormones, and heal your body. Starting and maintaining keto can be challenging without the right support. So just for listening to the podcast, I want to give you 20% off the keto beginning with the coupon code KETOPODCAST. That's all one word. This 30-day program gives you a clear step-by-step how-to so you can quickly adapt to a ketogenic diet, avoid common struggles, and get the results you crave. Go to healthfulpursuit.com slash begin to get your keto beginning discount today. If you're new around these parts, I'm Leanne Vogel. You may know me as the international bestselling author of The Keto Diet, founder of happyketobody.com, or maybe you know me as the nutritionist that likes dipping pork rinds in avocado oil mayo. I'm so glad you're here with me today. Thanks so much for listening.
1: Hey, Emmy, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Oh, of course.
0: Oh, anytime. So excited for this conversation today. I wanted to start
1: off by you just telling us a little bit about who you are, what you do, what lights you up. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I am a stay-at-home mom. I live in Colorado, and I have two boys, five and three, who are just everything to me. I've been married to my husband, Tyler, for almost seven years. And we live in Colorado, like I said. And last November, we planted a church with some friends. So we have been doing that during the pandemic, and it's been fun. It's been a crazy ride, but uh, we're loving it.
0: That's amazing. Um, My husband and I talk about how cool it would be to plant a church that it's just the coolest thing.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. We love it. I'm a pastor's kid. So I did it when I was little and now I'm doing it as a wife. And so it's been such a fun journey. It has tons of ups and downs, but my favorite part of it is just getting to see all the kids together, serving Jesus together and learning what that is like. So that's my favorite part of it all. And so it's so fun. That's wonderful.
0: And tell us kind of about your history with your body and kind of what that progression was like and where you're at today, like a general synopsis. And then we'll kind of like go in and and dig through some of your history.
1: Yes. Yes. So I feel like sometimes like, I don't want to make a general statement, but sometimes as women, we always, you know, we're always striving to be the best we can, but sometimes I feel like it could become this mental game of trying to eat right, cut calories, you know, make sure that we're doing everything we can to be perfect, you know, in our bodies, even though sometimes we could do that in such a way that's a detriment to our bodies. And so I, um, in college really cut back calories, a whole bunch, lost a ton of weight was 97 pounds. It was really scary, had a really low resting heart rate because I just was so OCD about my body, about food. I wanted to just cut, cut, cut. And it became kind of this scary game a little bit and praise the Lord. I was able to recognize that, get some help with that, get out of that, was able to gain weight back. And then my husband and I got married after my junior year of college. And then we got pregnant three months after that. And so my body had gone from 97 pounds to 180 pounds in less than a year from the time that I lost all the weight to the time that I was at nine months pregnant. And so it just went over this major change that really is hard mentally when you're like, you know, you're cutting calories so much to try to Fit to this perfect image of what you think you should be. That's not, it's a lie from the enemy, I believe. But, and then going to 180 pounds, you know, which was also hard mentally. And so basically, after I had my kids, I was like, I have to figure out a way to take hold of my health, but in a healthy way, because before it wasn't healthy either way, either of the spectrum wasn't healthy. And so that's kind of where I found keto is after kind of yo yoing back and forth from one extreme to the other that I was. Was like, I can't keep doing this. This isn't healthy for my body. I have a baby now that I have to be responsible for. And so, yeah, that's kind of a little bit of the backstory of it.
0: Wow. And, and what was that like for you discovering keto? Had you heard about it before? And like, what was your introduction? Like, what were your initial thoughts about the diet? Like, what was that like?
1: Yeah. So basically when I found keto, I hadn't really heard much about it. I had heard some scary stuff about it, like the ketoacidosis. I think I'm saying that right. And I was like, Oh, I don't know if I want to put my body into ketosis because then it could, you know, make me have that. And I didn't fully understand all of it. So, but I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I have to get healthy. I have to lose weight. And honestly, to be completely transparent, the reason I wanted to was to get pregnant with a third baby. And I didn't want to keep piling on the pregnancy weight. So I found keto and I was like, Hey, this is great. You can have cheese on keto. Great. Sign me up. You can have bacon, sign me up. And so to be completely honest, I started keto with the intention of losing weight and then going back to how I was eating. And through the journey, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with how I was feeling my body. I fell in love with how I was feeling that I was like, I don't want to go completely back to how I was eating because I also discovered that I was harming my Body by putting in all the processed sugar and everything, which sounds so crazy to say now, but like causing all that inflammation really, you know, was affecting me. And so to get to where I am now and to have, you know, foods fuel me how they're supposed to fuel me was just totally life changing. So it started out as like, a, I'm just going to do this to lose weight. And it turned into, wow, I am feeling so much better. I just want to fuel my body the best that I can. So that's how that kind of started. Thanks. Perfect Keto creates
0: the ultimate products for making the keto lifestyle easier and more effective. Many of their products are dairy-free, made in the USA, gluten-free, doctor-approved, and use zero fillers. From exogenous ketones to boost your ketone levels for mental clarity, MCT oil powder for making your coffee fatty and creamy without the dairy, Beauty and Sleep Collagen, a collagen-rich combination of L-theanine and magnesium to help insomnia, stress, and anxiety. That also benefits your hair, skin, and nails and so much more. But can we talk for a moment about this beauty and sleep collagen? I'm really enjoying the turmeric coconut latte flavor, an awesome after-dinner snack when I just want a little something. With just 40 calories, two grams of carbs, and seven grams of protein, it hits the spot, helping my after-dinner sweet tooth and leads to better Zs. Like for real, I took it for the first time in the early afternoon and had to have a nap. Get 20% off anything in their shop by going to perfectketo.com slash keto diet pod and use the coupon code KDP20 for 20% off your entire order. KDP20 coupon code can only be used once. So use it wisely over at perfectketo.com slash keto diet pod. That's wonderful. Like It's really hard to explain to people the feeling better aspect. I know that there's like this hump that we all go through. And it sounds like you and I used to eat very similarly. I remember making a change toward more of a paleo type of diet. And I was like, I'm just going to do this temporarily to see if it works. And I felt worse. And then I started feeling better to the point where when I would eat the foods that I thought I loved so much, I would feel bad. And so then it was like, well, I don't want to feel bad. So I don't really want to eat those foods. And for me, it was a long progression because I did have an eating disorder and there was a lot of disordered stuff going on. But now, you know, when I have, I don't know, somebody has some candy and I'm like, "Oh, give me one of those, you know? And I tried, I'm like, actually, I don't really like that. And now I have a headache. So that. I don't want those foods. And so I think that transition for a lot of people sounds insurmountable. Was that kind of what you were thinking of? Like, there's no way that this is going to make me feel better long term. I'll just go back to how I was eating before once I achieve my goals.
1: Yeah, well, it's funny because I didn't know that I felt bad before keto, like I thought I felt fine. I didn't, I didn't think I felt tired. I didn't think I had an afternoon slump. I didn't think that I had inflammation and bloating. Like I really thought, oh, this is just how you feel. And then I started eating keto and cutting all those things out. And I was like, wow, I didn't know your brain could feel this clear. I didn't know, like I could feel not bloated in the morning. I didn't know that it's possible not to have an afternoon slump. Like there were things that I was just, I didn't even know that I could feel that good. And even now, like as I, I've been doing keto like on and off for over a year now. And I think that I'm still discovering, you know, kind of like you said, sometimes I'll go back and I'll have something and then I'm like, Oh yeah, I feel bad. But I kind of enjoy, you know, having stuff that's quote unquote, not good because it reminds you why you do what you do, why you eat what you eat, because it, you know, pushes you to keep doing it because you just feel so much better. So, yeah. So I didn't even know I was feeling bad. And the biggest thing that keto has helped me with is my anxiety. Like I had so much anxiety before starting keto like that. I mean, I've been on antidepressants. I've been on anxiety medicine. I've seen counselors like so much anxiety and just cutting out the process stuff. Has helped my anxiety so 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 much. It's been absolutely life changing, and that's been the biggest thing with keto for me that has that I've loved and not feeling restricted. Like I feel free in food, which I just love. That I can have, you know. There's just such a wide variety that I feel like you could have on keto. And yes, starting is so hard and so feels like this giant mountain that you're climbing. When you get into it and you feel the freedom that comes with how your body feels, you just want to keep going.
0: Yes. Said beautifully. Oh my goodness. And so you started on this keto diet. You started realizing just how bad you were feeling before things are changing. Your anxiety is improving. Where are you at now with all of that? Like it's been a while. Where are you at now with your eating?
1: Yeah. So basically I was really strict keto for about a year. I lost 40 pounds, was feeling great, started exercising, but then I would have, I had some weird things happen, some hair loss, some tingling in my arms and legs, some just really weird cycles, weird thyroid issues. And so I started to think, okay, you know, like what do I need to do now? You know, am I exercising too much? Am I not eating enough carbs here and there? Like I truly believe that like, Like the best way to eat is a whole food diet, well-rounded, but anything that grows from the earth that God has given us, you know, animals, plants, seeds, you know, like we're allowed to have all of it, but in moderation. And so I was like, let me look at some of these things that I'm not having like fruits and whole, some whole grains and sweet potatoes or apples, you know, like things like that. I wasn't having, and like, maybe I'm missing something there. And so because anything like I believe that everything in moderation is okay, but you know, to switch up some things is good. You know, like you wouldn't want to do the same exercise every single day for your whole life, you know? So to add some of those things back in is kind of where I'm at now. I have sweet potatoes a couple times a week. I'll have a piece of Ezekiel bread a couple times a week. And I've noticed by just doing that every so often, with keto as my base, but then sometimes adding, I think you call them carb ups, you know, those things has really helped improve the hair loss and things like that. But I'm still on this journey. I feel like it's this ever evolving journey. So I just hired you to help me figure out why are my thyroid levels low? Why are my cycles weird? Because it's so hard. We need a community of people around us to help us figure out, you know, you think you're on this right path. And I truly believe that like a base of keto is, the best for my body, but I feel like I'm still missing something. So trying to add that in. So I'm just so thankful that I found you to help me figure out what those missing pieces are. And I love that you don't put anybody into like a box, you know, we're like everybody is so different. So let's figure out how God has designed your body to be the best fueled for yourself. So you could live the best full life that he's called you to live. So that's kind of where I'm at now is mostly keto as a base, but trying to figure out, okay, where do I go from here with these little issues that I have? And I kind of think that I've always had some of these issues, but now that I feel so good and everything else, like the little issues are coming up to the surface to finally get solved that were masked by all these other bigger issues before, if that makes sense.
0: It makes so much sense. Like if you're inflamed and puffy in the mornings and you're tired, you're not like, you're just on, you know, autopilot. And I often find like the healthier I get, the more I notice little nuances to even where you get your headaches matters. You know, do you get it on the right side of your head or the left side or the top or, and all those can be good indicators. But when you're super inflamed, you're like, I just get headaches. It hurts everywhere. But I find, you know, the healthier you get, the more you get on top of these things, the more you start to feel, well, actually, since you mentioned, you know, I do, you know, notice more that I get headaches, like on my left eye, like around my left eye. And I mean, that can be a sign of zinc deficiency. Or if you get your headaches, like behind, say your right eye, that's a potassium deficiency. And so there are all these like little nuances. And as you become more and more in tune with your body and you're fueling properly, you notice little things, whereas before it was headache, but now it's headache at left eye. (laughs) And that can be such a good indicator.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. You have this like, or before, you know, I feel like I have this brain fog and everything. Who knows my hair could have been falling out then too. I just didn't notice it, you know, and it's not bad, but you know, I feel like the healthier you get, the more you notice or the more in tune to your body you are. And that really, I think a lot of us feel like, oh, I have to live with this. This is just life. You know, it's just normal to feel foggy. It's just normal to wake up bloated. And the freedom that I just feel like is such a blessing that I found through eating this way is you don't have to feel those ways. And when you don't feel those ways, you are so much better to do so many other, you know, to do all the things in life that God's called you to do. You're just sharper, you're more focused, like, and then it's just crazy I don't know. It's just a crazy feeling. I can't even describe how much better I felt eating this way. And I didn't even know that I could feel that good.
0: Yeah, completely. And there was actually something that you touched on that we were probably going to talk about our consult in our consults, but I'll just cover it now because I'm sure there are other women that are experiencing this too. I know that I have hair loss on keto. So I have been digging into the research so much on this because so many women experience hair loss, not at the very beginning of keto, but around like that two or three month mark, their hair starts falling out. I mean, my hair was falling out. Like I was afraid I was going to turn into John luc Picard. Like I was sure I was going to go bald. There was so much coming out. And I've learned through learning more about detoxification pathways and how things work. When we're eating a ketogenic diet, we are forcing the body to use fat as fuel. Like the body has no other choice. And though this is a natural state for our bodies, what's really interesting is that when our body can't detoxify properly and our two main detoxification pathways, unless we really work on it, are our liver and our kidneys. And so when the liver can't properly conjugate toxins, meaning i think of it like a buddying up like you pair with this little guy hold his hands and get it out of the body we shuttle those toxins into our fat cells and so we have this liver that's saying i can't detoxify these things i'm just going to push the toxins into the fat cells and then you have a lady she's like i'm going to do this ketogenic diet i'm going to force my fat cells to get smaller so we go on a ketogenic diet we start eating keto we start losing our hair. And many, many people have said, this is a thyroid thing. In fact, I've said it for quite some time. This is your thyroid. You need to eat more carbohydrates. I think By eating more carbohydrates, you get out of more of that deep fat burning and therefore the toxins that you're kicking up on your ketogenic diet by forcing your body to access those fat cells that your body has so brilliantly shuttled toxins into because it can't remove the toxins from the body. Now you're kicking those up on your ketogenic diet and those toxins are floating everywhere. The body cannot detoxify them and that's why it's leading to hair loss.
1: Wow. You are brilliant, Leanne. You are brilliant. It's so, that makes total sense. I mean, it does. It makes sense. And like, that's why I think it's so important to work with you or somebody who understands, you know, like that everybody is so different. Like, so like the time and the place for keto, you know, might not be for years and years and years it might be for a shorter period of time or not at all and figure out, you know, what's best for your body. But that makes sense. I'm so glad that I found you so you can help me figure this out. Cause it sounds like a big task.
0: It is a very big task. It really is. And I think one thing I heard from kind of what you were talking about in your process and what I've been really marinating on lately is realizing that for many, many, many years, I mean, I've been in nutrition for 14 years. It wasn't until around the 12 year mark that I realized I don't think standard diet standard supplements and standard lifestyle practices work for everybody. Like what your experience, Emmy, I mean, it sounds like your your eating is on point. And we've talked about this. Like, it sounds like your diet is pretty stellar. Like you listen to your body, you're now eating in more intuitively, you're reminding yourself to listen to your body, but there's still some missing pieces. And for a long time, I would just say, you know, let's tweak your diet. Let's try this supplement here, the supplement there. Let's work on your symptoms and address those symptoms bit by bit. And I'm starting to see that chasing the symptoms is a medical process, you know, like if you go to the doctor, they're going to say, what's wrong? You say this, 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 and this. And they say, it sounds like this, take this. And it doesn't get to the root cause of the issue. And I think diet and lifestyle, though it is helpful, you know, moving your body and eating a good diet, like you were saying, I mean, I mean, everyone is so different and requires different things. And that's why I started bringing in that functional blood chemistry into my practice, because you can actually see like, what do your cells actually need? What are you actually lacking? What do you need to supplement with? And what are those targeted areas that are going to actually address the root cause issues? Like we were talking about with those fat cells if you're eating a keto diet, and you have a ton of toxins in those fat cells, and you're losing hair, and you're actually not feeling better, you're having muscle twitches and weird symptoms, this could be a great sign that your drainage pathways are not open. And so then going deeper into, okay, what are drainage pathways? How do I open them? And how do I get these toxins out? It's, it's really this ongoing process. And I think we stop short and I did in my practice for over 12 years at food is enough food will do it for you
1: right or supplements and medication like all of that I totally agree I totally agree and I I feel like you know this is the best path that I'm supposed to be on to try to heal my body. Like I've been on this quest also. Another big reason that I started keto was i hemorrhaged with my births. And I thought, you know, like there has to be a way to prevent this. And I don't know if there is, I don't know if or not, but I just feel like there is something missing in me, you know, whether it's vitamins, food, sleep, I don't know what it is, but there has to be a way to maybe prevent this. And I love my doctors, but everyone I've seen says, oh, well, you know, there's nothing we can really do about that. It's honestly, most of them have said it's because you have red hair, which totally could be true. But I'm like, there has to be something, a root cause of this that I might not be able to fix all the way, but let's just try, you know, like through diet and lifestyle, all these things, let's just try to give it a shot instead of another pill, another, you know, another, Oh, Nope. Sorry. This is just how it is. You know, like, does this really just have to be how it is for a lot of things in life? You know, like a lot of health issues, I feel like we can fix if we are persistent and we dig and we dig and we try to get to the root cause of it, but I could be wrong. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that.
0: Maybe you've heard of all the amazing things that apple cider vinegar can do for you. If you have not, let's review. It can balance healthy blood sugar, banish cravings, and encourage fat loss. It can improve protein absorption and digestion by helping you break down animal protein so you can use those nutrients more effectively. It can help you stabilize healthy blood sugar, which helps improve energy and mood and aid in the healthful aging process, has been shown to lower morning glucose, fasting glucose, And help stabilize blood sugar by increasing the ability of our muscles to take up sugar from our blood. Okay, so you could just go to your pantry and chug some apple cider vinegar. No, 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 don't do it. It'll burn your esophagus. (laughs) So you always have to mix it with water. And here's the thing, I don't know about you, but when I have a liquid supplement, I will nine times out of 10 forget to take the stuff. And that's why I love Paleo Valley's apple cider vinegar complex, because not only does it have apple cider vinegar, but it also has turmeric, ginger, cinnamon, lemon, all organic ingredients to further support all the benefits of apple cider vinegar and more. If you are encouraged to take the stuff and you just don't think that you'll drink the liquid, you can head on over to paleovalley.com and load up on a couple of bottles of apple cider vinegar complex and whatever else that catches your eyes. I personally love the superfood bars. They're just amazing. Enter the code keto at checkout to receive 15% off your first order. Again, that's paleovalley.com and use the code keto at checkout for 15% off your first order. Oh, I totally agree with you. In fact, I was reading a study yesterday about how most, I think it was something like 80% of cardiovascular events, the root cause when they test these people is heavy metals. Like what? Over 80%? I just, I could not even believe this, that those people who had cardiovascular events tested positive for things like cadmium, uranium, like, Pretty serious heavy metals, mercury, and that these over time can cause a reduction in vitamin C, massive amounts of oxidation, which then leads to high LDL that's oxidized. And it's not necessarily that the LDL is bad, but it's a reaction. Your body is creating this LDL cholesterol to try to mitigate the issues that are happening with the heavy metals. But we go after the LDL is the problem, lower it. When in fact, by using statins, All you're doing is causing issues to your mitochondria, perhaps lowering that LDL that then is trying to fight off this imbalance, causing even more issues. And so... I couldn't agree with you more. Those root cause issues are just so incredibly powerful. And seeing, in fact, I was working with a lady yesterday, she could not find the root cause of her thyroid dysfunction. I mean, for years, she's been on thyroid medication and she started off with 30 milligrams and then 60 and then 90 and then 120. And every time she goes in, her thyroid is not responding. And so she came to me like, what is going on here? Like my thyroid is totally broken. And And we looked at everything. The patterns didn't line up. And I said, let's just do a heavy metals test because heavy metals can massively affect the thyroid. Sure enough, got the labs back yesterday and she has a severe amount of heavy metals, which is likely causing the issue with her thyroid. And so if you're on medication and it's not working and you're getting thyroid hormone resistance, I mean yeah, there's totally, I agree with you a hundred percent. There's a root cause to it and it's not take more medicine. That's not working anyway.
1: Right. Wow. That is just like, I mean, God has given you such a gift to help people with this. I mean, it's true like that there is, if you are experiencing something, you know, you don't have to live with it. It's okay. You know, to seek out help, seek out Leanne to figure out, you know, how you can not have to live with these things to live your best life because it's exhausting to, you know, walk around living with these symptoms that you just feel like, you know, are forever. And yes, it's going to take a lot of work, like to heal those things, but I would say it's worth it. I feel like I still have ways to go in my healing journey and still have missing pieces to the puzzle that I'm trying to figure out. Like, like I said, hemorrhaging and cycles and thyroid and stuff like that. But I feel like I've also come so far in this healing journey that, I, you know, some people have asked me, well, like, do you feel like keto has caused these things? And in some ways, like you said, you know, like, the hair loss, you know, long-term keto, then the hair loss. Yes, hundred percent. But the stuff that I've gained has far outweighed any of these other things, because now I feel like I'm getting to the root cause of these things that have probably always been there. Like I mentioned earlier, but now that I'm healthier, I'm able to draw out a little more. And so I'm so just thankful for this journey that I'm on. I'm so thankful that I've found keto, but I'm also so thankful that I've been able to listen to my body more over the last couple months months because for a long time with keto, I was just like, this is what I eat. You know, I, I pretty much just had like a rotation of three things for breakfast, three things for lunch, three things for dinner and three snacks that I would rotate through. But I mean, you've taught me so much of listen to your body, you know, like for a long time I was like, well, it's not noon, so I can't eat lunch, you know, but that's not true. You know, if you're hungry, your body is telling you you're hungry, go eat, you know, don't suppress these things that your body's telling you just because we feel like, you know, diet culture has told us, you know, eat the intermittent fast or only eat at these times or only eat this amount or, you know, it's so hard. And that's why I feel like there are so many different quote unquote eating plans out there is because not one thing works for every single body. And so you have to really truly listen to your own body to figure out, okay, this is the next path that I'm on. So yeah, sorry to ramble there, but I'm like so passionate about that right now. Learning, like, listen to your body, like eat if your body is telling you you're hungry. You don't have to like ignore that feeling.
0: Right. It's a novel concept, really. It's incredible. And it's, it's interesting. It's oftentimes there are a couple of patterns in labs that will tell us whether or not somebody should be fasting. One of them is LDH. And oftentimes when I chat with somebody, usually in a discovery call, or we're just getting started working with each other, they'll say like, I fast, but like, I'm not sure if it's working for me. And like, is there anything you can see in the labs? And oftentimes when those ladies are saying like, I'm not sure if it's working for me, they're LDH is totally tanked. And that's a really good indication that they just, their body cannot fast. Like it just doesn't work. The glucose can't get into the cells properly. Like they need that constant fueling and just, knowing that is just so incredibly empowering, then it's like, Oh, I don't need to fast. I don't like fasting. I don't feel good when I do it. And people say fast, and I know it doesn't work for me like those little touch points to learn more about your body. I mean, that's life changing. And it takes the stress off off of like, you were saying, you know, intermittent fast or do this or do that. There's so much noise. And it can be really hard to know what do I do? What works? What doesn't work? What should I be doing? I mean, it's exhausting. Would you agree?
1: 100%. 100% it's exhausting. I feel like there's so much, yeah, do this, don't do this, take this, don't take that. And I mean, I feel like every day in our culture is there's so much pressure to try to figure out the right answer. And I feel like that's a journey that I have constantly been on in my life is like seeking out there is the best answer, you know? And the only thing in life that is the best answer is Jesus. And I feel like everything else, you know, like really eat carbs, don't eat carbs, you know, like intermittent fast, don't intermittent fast. A lot of those things are going to come down to what does your body need. And I, for so long, wanted this cookie cutter answer, like, just give me a formula and I'll follow it. And just, you know, but that has been really humbling for me to discover that there is not a quote unquote formula that I need to follow. Because also, even if there's one formula for me to follow at one point in my life, my body and hormones are going to change to the next season of life that I'm going to have to change it. And so for me to be like, okay, you know what? The truth is Jesus and the Bible. And I'm going to focus on that and the rest. I need to listen to my body, pray about it, listen to the Lord, what he's telling me to do. And then the rest of the stuff is not going to be a cookie cutter answer for every single person. And, you know, to follow. So to let that go and to have freedom and being like, okay, just because my friend is intermittent fasting and it works great for them, that doesn't mean it has to work great for me. Or just because my friend can, you know, eat this way, that doesn't mean that I have to eat that way. And I feel like there's a lot of pressure too. And like, just social situations. Like, well, they brought cookies. So I feel like I had to eat them. You know, like if you know, it doesn't fuel your body, like claim that, you know, like you have ownership of your body, like do what is best for you, what you feel like is best for your body. Like, and don't let those pressured situations, you know, make you feel like you have to eat something that's not going to make you feel the best version of yourself.
0: I really hope you're enjoying today's episode. I'd love to see where you're listening from. You can snap a pic and tag me at Leanne Vogel or leave a review for the show on your favorite podcast player. It helps me out tremendously. Okay, back to the good stuff. Yes, completely. And something you mentioned a little bit ago, you just kind of pointed on it is like, there's this balance between celebrating your progress, like where you've been, all the changes you've made, the differences that you've made, not only in the way that you're eating, but the way you're viewing things, working through anxiety, all those things and celebrating that progress and also understanding this balance between that and understanding that there might be a little bit more work to do And I find sometimes we focus too much on like, look at all the things I've done. This is so great without, you know, we kind of become blind to some of the issues that we still need to address or we hyper focus on everything that's wrong and we forget just how much things have changed and how hard we've worked and how much attention we put on things. Would you say that that is a fair assessment and, and something that you've worked on actively? Or did it just naturally come? I just noticed you did that naturally while you were speaking.
1: Yeah, I think that's a little bit of both for sure. Like, I think it's hard to not always be super critical and be like, but this is still wrong, but this is still wrong, but this is still wrong. Like I joke sometimes, you know, I'm like, okay, well, should I just go back to how I was eating before, you know? But then I'm like, no, I have had so many, so many victories that I have to remind myself of all those victories. And I mean, it can be defeating for sure, but I think that we're always, we're always on this journey in life. Like this world is not perfect. And so we can't expect to hit perfectionism, you know, like, and and it's just, I feel like I have learned to enjoy the journey more than like the end result of health more, because I feel like there's always going to be something like we're always exposed, you know, to whether it's, we don't put it in our body, you know, just our environment as always can expose us to different things. Our stress levels are going to be different. Like, so yeah, I feel like it is something that I've had to work on to recognize like, okay, look how far I've come. I'm not maybe where I want to be, but I'm probably this side of heaven, never going to get to a hundred percent where I want to be, but I'm going to try to get as close as I can. And so it definitely has been something that I have to work on, but in order, yeah, I guess I just, have been enjoying the process more than at the beginning. I was like, Oh, I just can't wait to lose the 40 pounds and just get back to life, you know? But now I'm like, wow, but look at all these things that I've learned. Look at all these things I've been able to teach other people. I've had so many people come to me and like, just want advice and help. And I feel like there's something so cool and like making a little community out of it and just like encouraging women along their journey too. like, don't like rush this process because it's so beautiful. And you really will learn so much along the way. And really like one thing I love to tell people to do is like journal it, take before and after pictures, like document how you're feeling because otherwise you're not going to remember necessarily. I think you really encourage that too. And then you can go back and look at the progress that you've made.
0: Yeah, that's so true. I've been, I think a lot, I've always like, I've been marinating on, I do a lot of thinking in all my spare time that I have, (laughs) how, you know, there's that balance between celebrating your successes and your progress and also understanding what else needs to be done. And I think that what else needs to be done can become an idol a lot. And I've, I've definitely noticed this with myself, you know, I, I came from the new age and spent, I don't know, four to five hours a day balancing my chakras, making sure that my uterus energy was balanced. And I, I'm not kidding, I actually had practices for a uteral balance, like it went deep. And it took so much time and energy. And it gave me something to do. And it was a very unhealthy thing with idols and no God at all. And so as I've noticed, just the freedom that we have in Christ, there's not a lot of that. Like I don't, I don't really need to do much of anything. I enjoy reading God's word and I enjoy spending time with him and being in prayer, but it's not a, if I don't do this, XYZ is going to happen. And so I find oftentimes when we're shifting our lives and changing our patterns and behaviors and things are adjusting. I think it can be very easy for all women and all people I'm sure to make healthy living an idol. And we all have hearts that love making things very important (laughs) and to making idols out of our weight, out of our healthy behaviors, out of CrossFit. I mean, we see that massively. And so I've just been checking my heart a lot with, you know, is this progress is me wanting to heal my body and idol and, you know, sitting with that of just how do I have this goal towards something without making it my be all end all needs to happen. This is my identity. When people ask me who I am, I'm like, I have, you know, I'm a nutritionist and I have chronic Lyme and this is who I am. And I
1: think, I think we can make these things in, idol. Have you ever thought about that? Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, I think that I mean, you're like convicting me as we're talking too, because it's so easy to make these things an idol. And I feel like a lot of times food for me sometimes seems like the only controllable thing in life, you know, like when everything else feels out of control, you feel like you can control at least you can control what you put in your body, you know, like, and so Yes. A hundred percent. It has become an idol in my life in the past. I feel like it still is in some ways, you know, like the idol of wanting to become, you know, as healthy as you can be. And then we can twist it too. Well, I want to be so healthy because you know, my body's a temple and you know, like, and yes, that's all true. But like, I think more than anything, it's, it's about your heart, like how your heart feels like God looks at the heart, you know? So if your heart is truly, you know, to be healthy for his kingdom, his purposes. Yes. You know, but if your heart isn't that way, if your heart is You know, well, I want to look a certain way. I want to just feel this way. I want to feel like I have control. You know, a lot of those things are 100%. I agree, idols that we need to give to the Lord. And I have had times in my life, I think even last week where I had like a banana for breakfast, which I would never, ever, ever have had a banana for breakfast. I would have in the last year, I'm saying before, you know, pre-keto, I would have had donuts for breakfast. But anyway, but I had a banana for breakfast and I was like, had so much anxiety with it because I was like this. This is so high in carbs. But then I was like, you know what? No, my body is craving this. God has given my body this intuition for it. And as I was eating that, I literally felt like chains coming off. Like it's okay to like, listen to your body and like, not have like, why was I holding on to not being able to eat a banana so much, you know, like, and just feeling, allowing myself that and allowing myself to feel that I literally felt like chance coming off. And it's like, I'm not going to gain a bunch of weight from eating a banana, you know, like, and so, yes, 100%, I felt that. And then when you listen to your body, and you're, you know, giving those things to God, I feel like I have to give it to God all the time of like, okay, God, I really want to like, control this aspect of my eating right now. I really want to figure this out. You know, like I really want to figure out why I hemorrhage, you know, so I'm eating this way and I'm doing all these things, but maybe I just need to be letting it go and giving it to God and trusting him that he's going to take care of me. I don't have to figure this out. You know, I don't have to go on this crazy long journey that, I mean, he is going to take care of me. And I have the chills as I'm talking right now, as I'm like trying to figure out, you know, feel like I'm talking myself into, you know, what I should be feeling more than me trying to always figure this out. You know, he's got me. I'm his child. He doesn't, you know, he loves me so much. So you are inspiring me and convicting me right now, Leanne. Oh, that's,
0: it's so encouraging to hear that. I think, you know, I, I spend a lot of time thinking about these things and being quite observant. And, you know, something you said about the banana too of like breaking chains. And I think oftentimes as people, we seek righteousness in things other than Christ, like, you know, I'm righteous because I eat a ketogenic diet and look at me and I have it all together and I've figured it all out. And I say no to bananas and no to donuts and no to cereal. And look at me. I've, I'm so great. I definitely, I'm not saying that that's the energy that you have, but I think I know for certain that I have used certain food decisions, workout decisions, how I choose to live my life as a form of righteousness. I mean, we see that in today, you know, with all the things happening with people's health and look at me, I have this and look at me, I don't want this. And yeah, I think when we seek for righteousness outside of how we've been told righteousness comes about, it's always going to end up poorly for us, and not in our best good and really keeps us distant from the beauties of life. And so I couldn't agree with you more. Like, is it the end of the world that you had a banana? No, I think it's quite freeing to be like, I felt like a banana, I had the banana, life continued on. And I actually felt kind of good after.
1: Right. It's true. It's true. We had, we just got over COVID this last week. And with COVID, I feel like everything was thrown off. My workout schedule was thrown off. And I, I had this realization of how much my certain workout schedule I had as an idol. Like I felt like if I didn't achieve this every single day, then I was failing. But I was as this past week with COVID, I wasn't working out more. I was realizing I was missing out on so many things in my kids' lives. Like their interactions with each other that they have when I, usually would be working out, you know, like, and realizing like, you know what, like these things are more important. Like, yes, I need to work out and I want to be healthy and working out is so good for me mentally, but there's a balance for sure. That's hard to achieve sometimes. And that's when I just be like, okay, God, I can't figure out this balance right now. So please help me. And, you know, in some ways, maybe I'm like, did the Lord allow us to get COVID so I could really, you know, experience those beautiful moments and realize that, you know, I was holding on to this as an idol and I don't need to be working out an hour and a half a day to maintain this certain body, you know, like that I can still enjoy life with my family without feeling like I have to, you know, achieve these certain certain goals in order to maintain all the progress that I've had. So yes, it's true. Like I tell people all the time, like that, who have come to me lately, I'm like, please just listen to your body. And Leanne, you've taught me that so much. Just listen to your body. Like that is the most important part of all of this. Like you don't have to feel like you have to follow a textbook perfectly because there's no textbook, you know, that's written necessarily perfectly for your body. It's
0: so true. I mean, even as a practitioner, it takes, like I work with my clients. Usually I'm graduating clients after about like 10 to 18 months together. And at that point they have a pretty sure understanding of what foods are best for them, how to move forward with life. And that's, you know, us working diligently on what's happening with your body. What's it telling us through your life? abs? And what's it telling us through the symptoms that you're experiencing? And not one protocol that I prepare for a client is the same. And I think in the past working with really prominent doctors, in fact, one comes to mind, they were in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, I waited so long to work with this individual. And I'll never forget the day that I was in line purchasing my supplements and I overheard the doctor literally saying the exact same thing to the person that he had just told me. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like I was paying so much money. I was so sick. I needed answers. Looking back, he did not help me at all. And I think that's a big red flag when you're looking for somebody to assist you. It's challenging when you're working with people online to really know, but I think you can tell the attention to detail that they have and just how long they spend with you as to like what they do with other clients. Because, Oh, that moment really stuck out in my head of like, I never want to be a practitioner that just says ketogenic diets best for you. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. In fact, I probably have maybe five or 10% of my clients actually on a ketogenic diet, you know, because it is so unique. It's so unique and it's so important to understand that and respect that
1: and advocate
0: for that when you're working with practitioners. Absolutely.
1: And I love that. I feel like a lot of practitioners follow one pathway. And then they, you know, maybe have learned other things, you know, new tools in their tool belt, but because they had practiced this one way for so long, they don't know how to incorporate these new things. They're like, okay, well, we're just going to stick with keto forever and ever. And that's the best for everybody, because that's what I've learned. And I don't want to, you know, it's a big pill to like, you know, a humble pill to swallow. If you have to go back, you know, and be like, okay, I was wrong, but you're so good at that. Leanne, like that you are always open to like learning and being like, I thought this way for a long time, but actually I've learned all these new things. So let's incorporate this. Like, I just feel like that's so important. And that's one of the reasons that I was drawn to working with you is that you have been, you know, so open in your journey of your like, you know what? I thought this for a long time. I used to tell people this because I really thought this is how it was, but now I've learned all these things. So, you know, let's try this. And that you're also very vulnerable to be like, and I'm going to continue to learn, you know, like, and so I think that's, So important. And one of the biggest reasons that I wanted to work with you is because I'm like, she gets it. And she's not, you know, prideful being like, everyone has to eat keto all the time. You know, like you're like, you know what? Let's figure out what's best for you. So I know I keep saying that whole what's best for you, what's best for you, but it's just so true. And for so long, I just looked for this formula, this cookie cut answer. And it's not out there because God's just designed us all so differently. Yep.
0: He did. Oh, so beautifully too. So you've, you've mentioned a couple of times that people come to you for advice. What's that look like? Do you work with people or like, tell us more about this or where people can connect with you if they can? I know this is more of like an Aikido experience episode, but yeah, I wanted to ask and we forgot to chat about it before we press record. So let's just wing it. And you can tell us if people can connect with you.
1: Yeah. Well, it's so funny because I kind of a long story, but my before and after pictures were posted on Instagram, not by me. And then I shared them and I had over 60 people within like less than an hour message me, please help me, please help me, please help me all my friends. Cause my account was private. And I was like, okay, God, am I supposed to be doing something with this? I never, ever plan on posting before and after pictures. I never planned on talking about it. And so I just felt like the Lord was saying, you need to help people like because where I was and feeling so trapped by food in college to feeling so much food freedom, and I'm not perfect. And I feel like I'm going on this journey all the time about it. But I wanted people to feel like they can get healthy without feeling like they're depriving themselves and feeling shaky and like they're going to pass out, you know, like, and so I started a Little business called Keto Joy, just where I can kind of just basically help people through my story. I'm not a doctor, I'm not a nurse, and I try to point people to people who are helpful along the way. But I mean, you can find me on my Instagram, it's just Emmy Lego, E M I E L E G O. I just have a couple people I'm working with right now, it's really small. I mean, my main priority in life is my kiddos, so I just want to also help people. A little bit as I can, but I know I'm still on my own journey. So that's kind of that. It's mostly just been friends that I've been able to like share my journey with and help them. And I wrote a little guide and a little cookbook just quick little thing that I could just share with people. Cause I feel like the more experiences and stories that you can get, you know, the better it can help somebody. So that's a little bit about me. I'm not really like full on practicing anything, but I would love to connect with you and encourage people. So you could just find me on my personal Instagram. If you guys want to.
0: That's great. I mean, well, thank you so much for coming on the show today and just having a conversation with me. These are some of my most favorite episodes when I get to just chat with real people about their experiences. So thanks again for coming on and sharing your heart with all of us
1: absolutely oh my gosh you are such a blessing leanne and you are helping so many people and for any of your listeners out there who are on the fence about working with you or still curious go for it she's amazing absolutely go for it and she's helping me so much already so thanks for having me on
0: Advice and always seek the advice of a qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.